Hey guys, welcome to the Visionary Kings podcast. It's a podcast about learning. And on this podcast, we share some of our profound lessons that we've learned the past four years. We believe mental health is a serious problem in today's world. And that's why our podcast will be engaging on self-growth conversations, ideas and insight that we've learned from great people, including Jordan Peterson, Jay Shetty, Robin Sharma, Kalyan, Tony Robbins, David Goggins, Joe Dispenza, and many more. Welcome to our podcast. It's the learning experience where learning is the new luxury. Thank you, guys. Nobody who ever gave his best regretted it. George Halas. Such a great pleasure, such a great honor for us to be back again on the Visionary Twins podcast, the Learning Movement podcast, where learning is the new luxury. We're super excited to be uh, recording our uh, ninth episode as a continuation of the agile call for exploration and today we decided to really take a direction that will ultimately really inspire you wherever you are and most importantly to really share some of the lessons six powerful lessons we've learned in our 20s or that anybody else in the 20s can ultimately learn that which we've actually tried to want uh, employ within our lives from the past four years of our personal optimization, trying to find passion, trying to discover with strength, trying to really um, experiment with everything on its side, right? Just so that we can actually get the, the depth of the potential that we can ultimately stick to and say, this is what we want to do, right? So that's exactly what we want to talk to you about today. So if you're a young person trying to figure out exactly what is that lessons that we have learned, right? You cannot underestimate the experience that you have. You know, as a young person, the only thing that you can basically talk about, that you can basically, you know, have the potential to control over is what you've learned and what you've experienced. You talk about that, right? And that really makes a difference, right? So today we're talking about the six lessons that which we have learned that we believe that they're very powerful, that any young person can learn in their 20s, right? So you're going to listen to that. Without wasting any time, let's just get into it, right? Um, so the first lesson that I've personally learned that I wish, and I believe that every young person can learn, it's that life is as you are, right? Life presents itself to you, right, as you are, right? Whatever that you're experiencing on an outer um, realm, it's, the, it's a direct, um, what, indication of who you are right it's, it's kind of like um looking yourself into the mirror um whatever that you see through the mirror it's exactly who you are right so i've had very difficult um times growing up right on my mid-20s i would say that i wanted to project a certain way of behaving on the outside world but i didn't have any idea that that which i um almost gave out into the world was just a clear indication of who I was, right? And whatever, how people responded to me in some occasions was just a diary, just so much indicative to a point that I, I, I was never aware. Those were some of those um, singular lines that you aren't really aware of, right? So it's, it's a very great lesson to learn your 20s to say that um, if, if, if you are a positive person, what you will see on the outside world, it's positivity, right? If you're a person with great gratitude, who is grateful, who is very optimized and very grateful for everything, you can, you can see the, the the blooming of nature. You could see how great people can be. You can really sense the, the sensation and the love that people have. You know, if you're a loving person, you love yourself, you treat yourself with honesty, you treat yourself with love and all that. What you see on the outside is just... 
a very direct uh, idea of what you see within yourself, right? So if you see difficulty in the world, it is probably because you've kind of like projected um, that type of a, an idea within yourself that life is difficult and all that you see on the outside is just difficult, right? So life is not as it is, right? Life is as you are. If you're positive, you will see positive things on the world. If you are negative, you see negative things in the world. If you are very confident, you believe that there's really so much to learn and, you know, gravitate towards in this world, right? You cannot see what, what's on the outside that which you do not see on the inside, right? Whatever that you're seeing on the outside, it's just what you are. It's just basically who you are. So what's the next lesson? In addition to what you're saying right now and the lesson that you have learned, I would allude to the fact that you hate in others what you hate in yourself. Absolutely. Right? That's the, the whole idea. That's how you would try to project it. Now, the lesson that I've learned in my 20s, even presently, it still really becomes a part of me. And it is really, really important to me. And I try all means to really make people to understand that this is exactly what I've learned. This is a lesson that I've actually learned. I've learned that nobody is coming to rescue you. Okay? That is exactly what I've learned. That is the lesson I've learned. Nobody is coming to rescue you. You might truly ask yourself, oh, what do you mean that nobody's coming to rescue me? Well, the truth of the matter is nobody is actually obligated to come and save you from your own mess, right? If people do that, well, you are the lucky one, right? The people yeah. who haven't really gotten a chance to be, what, rescued and saved from their own misery, from their own trajectories of your life, right? But then if you have people who can ultimately be there for you in those moments, ultimately, hey, you are lucky, right? But there are people who have been through hell, people who have been through the worst of all case scenarios you can actually think about, people who have really, in all senses, have, the, have hit rock bottom, one would say, Right? Nobody came to rescue them, right? But to have the ability to overcome all that by yourself, with, your, with yourself alone, that's exactly what you can do for yourself. That is the, the most important thing you can ultimately embrace within your life. That is the most important thing you can ultimately try to shine the light on. Say, okay, the people you haven't came to rescue, nobody came to rescue, but you did it for your own. You did it your own. You went into the dungeon. You went into the adventure. You went into pain. You went into suffering. You went into rejection. You went into what? Moments where people turned their back on you, but then you decided to come and rescue yourself, right? That's exactly what the case is all about. Nobody's coming to rescue you, right? So if nobody's coming to rescue, then what happens? Are you going to stick around and wait for people to come and rescue you? Until when? Until you die? No, you can't do that, right? People only come and re rescue you during your funeral because a lot of people will be coming to your funeral and people will be crying. At least you'll be rescued in some sense, right? But then in essence, in your actual existence, nobody is coming to rescue you. So it's an opportunity if people come and rescue you. So that's a lesson that I've learned in my 20s. Nobody is coming to rescue you. What I've learned in that lesson to actually extrapolate it, it's that... You can't do, right? You, you, you got to learn to do for yourself what you can do for yourself, right? Such a very, uh, a very amazing thing to learn. So incredible that um, it's what you can do. So why not do it, right? It's what you can do, which is resurrect yourself, resuscitate yourself from that point. And that is ultimately how you can begin to really, you know, dig deep into your strength, right? So I think the third lesson... We've all, all these lessons we've all learned. So I'm just trying to, you know, say you should pick three, I should pick three and all that. So the third lesson is all your excuses are valid. 
<laughs> that's very brutal, I know. It's so brutal. That is the most brutal thing, um, our lesson that I've ever learned in my life. That all of my excuses are valid. Right? I want, you to, I want that to dig deep inside of you, to dive deep. That all your excuses are valid. They are not superficial. They are not, what, not so efficient. They're all valid. If you make an excuse about something, that excuse is just valid, right? So what's the upside to that? It's that those, those excuses are not exactly what you want. That's the upside, right? You come up with an excuse, um, the result will be the very same excuse. That's the upside. You don't get anything beyond that. You get the feedback of, of that excuse. And that is what regret, that is wasted time, that is just bullshit stories that you fed yourself that give you this nauseous feeling about yourself you hate yourself you feel very like a very bad person you feel terrified that you can do it again you feel bad about yourself that's the only upside you get that emotional feedback you get that blockbuster in your face like like you know what happens when when you you just try to walk and then you something just you know pushes you away that's what happens right so that's the that's the most that's the most powerful thing to learn in your 20s right that all your excuses are valid so the only encourage the only advice to that is that you, you you gotta learn to go beyond your excuses we all have things that are limiting us in some way some things are very difficult for us and all that but you gotta find something beyond just something that limits you to not do something right you gotta Try and do the smallest thing you can and put so much energy into it and you do it all over again and you do it all over again and it no longer becomes a, a very um, difficult thing for you. It becomes a much more simplistic thing for you to do. You enlarge yourself towards, you push yourself towards that and it becomes incredibly amazing, right? And in addition to what you're saying in terms of um, uh, really trying to make a, what, a profound what, an understanding of your excuses are valid, right? Typically so. The, I, th I think it was a few weeks ago when we were planning on making a creating one podcast. We um, we agreed. I was we were talking about, I, I, I don't remember vividly what we were talking about, but we, we made a distinction to say in South Africa, most importantly, right? We all can admit to the fact that all the excuses that we want to have are really valid, right? Yeah. In terms of the, uh, the unemployment rate, right? You can really justify that, that, I've got an excuse, I can't do anything because there's no jobs. There's no job creation, right? So you have an excuse for yourself, good. And then now you would say, suggest so to, to a point where you say, there's economic crisis, right? The rent has fallen, right? And the status of the, of the country is, uh, what? It's going down, right? There are a lot of things that ultimately, there's sort of like a limitation. I'm, I love the fact that you made a point of limitations. In South Africa, because of those, those what those strides and those difficulties, the limitations. But then it's 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 when limitations, it's when limitations come in place that can really test your ability to explore your potential. Right? That's when you can really have the ability to uh, throw yourself into the things that you never thought it could be possible. Right? In, in 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 the place of excuses, you have a choice, right? You have a choice. It's either you want feelings or you want progress. That's the ideal about excuses. Excuses are predicated on feelings, right? And then it's either you want progress. 
So then now your excuses are valid. There's limitation within our country, right? But then what can you do? Right now it's about self-exploration. What can I do? What am I talented in? What am I good at doing? What can I do? Can I cook? Can I sing? Can I write? Can I be an artistic person, right? Now you have the ability to conjure up a, a path for yourself out of the job market. Now you're not chasing to be an employee, right? But you're chasing to be a self-employed human being, right? A person who depends on himself. A person who is independent. A person who does not depend on the government, does not depend on service delivery from communities, right? Now you know exactly that now you are independent. Now you can figure out the path for yourself. And ultimately within South Africa, there's still limitations. But then the ability for you to really, to really con, con, what, construct the journey for yourself and create the ability for yourself, you have what it takes. It might take long, but you ultimately get to that point. So I'm going to share my lesson to you, right? Um, the lesson I've learned is nobody is your enemy. The enemy is you, right? Nobody's your enemy. I, I hear a lot of young people saying, that guy is my enemy, that man is my enemy, that lady is my enemy, that teacher is my enemy, that boss is my enemy. We can make him all sort of identifications on how we can try to, well, throw a pity party for ourselves, right? We're trying to throw a pity party for ourselves and really putting all the blame sort of people and saying this person is this, this person that, this person that. Now, we think that people are enemies, but in return, nobody's your enemy. You are your own enemy. You are your own enemy. You, are, you have the enemy within yourself that's creating an imagination that people are, what well, people are, people care about you. People are in your business, right? People are talking about you. Now you create that kind of an imagination because the enemy within you, you cannot control that enemy. Because you, you think you're still focused on the outside world that you forget that the enemy is within you. So if you can fix that enemy within you, you don't see people as enemies. You see people as an opportunity of what? To then direct you the part of you that you haven't fixed, right? That's exactly what this means, right? That's exactly what it means to go within when you fix when you fix the enemy within yourself, when you attack the enemy within yourself. Now you don't concentrate on people. Because people sometimes remind you of the part of you that you hate, right? People sometimes remind you of the, the part of you that you hate. People sometimes, what, say things to you because they want to really make you realize that there's a part of you that you hate and you haven't really faced that animal within yourself. You see, my, you see what I'm talking about? So that's exactly what I've learned. Nobody's your enemy. You are your own enemy. The enemy is within you. If you can't face that enemy, you will still project everybody as your enemy. Trust me. I can say a bit of what you've talked about in my own personal experience. What happens basically is that um, there's this beautiful code, but I just cannot articulate in a such in a in a much more vivid way. But what it means is that um, when you start saying that the the out the the person on the other side is responsible for how you feel, then you are your worst enemy. Yeah. Right. Because now you are letting something that's outside of you have control over yourself. And you kind of like want to change that narrative, right? So it's, it's exactly like that, right? Yeah. The enemy that only exists, right? It's the one that you allow yourself to be. There are no enemies, right? If you change your identity, you change how you look at yourself, you change what you believe about yourself, you change all those things that are very good about yourself because of someone else, then you're your worst enemy. Right? Because you know what you want, you know what you believe to be true, you know what you love about yourself, you know what is fundamentally relevant about you, right? But if you lose that, 
then you are your worst enemy because you, you are losing that which you believe to be true about yourself in a search for what something else on the outside that does not really justify something of great utility, right? So I just wanted to really put that to the test. So the fourth lesson, actually the fifth, yeah? actually it's, uh, yeah, it's mine. So it's called, um, oh, learn to master yourself first. Yeah, yeah, it's learn to master yourself first. One of the greatest lessons um, that I, this is one of the, there is lesson, greatest lessons that I've learned actually. And what it presents to me, it's that it's this indicative idea that you can't master what someone else think, right? But you can master how you think about yourself, right? Um, the way in which you present yourself, it's the way in which people will kind of like um, relate to you, something like that, yeah. right? So you gotta always in your life try to really work on yourself so much on your perspective, on your belief systems, on your thought patterns, on your mental um, techniques and all that. So much that when all that's on the outside comes to you, you just dig into that box, right? There's a very beautiful metaphor and that is there's a box in your mind that captures everything about yourself. Yeah. And every time when something out the, on the outside happens, you got to dig back into that box. And that box keeps everything, keeps record of everything about yourself. So if you have very uh, limiting narratives and stories about yourself, that's the only thing that you have. So that's the only thing that you have in your box. So mastering yourself, it's the art. It's, a, it's an art because now you... You, you, you have control over yourself. You have control over what you believe about yourself. You have control over how you see yourself. And that's mastering yourself. You, you are very tied to your own principles, your own values, your own belief systems. Right? That's mastering yourself. You don't master what someone else thinks about you. You don't master what someone thinks about themselves. You master how you think about yourself. What's the the last, last lesson that we have, and I truly believe that this lesson is so much important, and it's the what is the is the the beacon of hope for a lot of people. It all starts with you. Yeah. Really, really, with all essence, and really, really, with all well, the, the deepest core of my heart that I can literally give you. If I really wanna inspire you, if I really wanna what inject that sense of positivity and hope within your life. That's exactly what I'm going to tell you. It all starts with you. It all starts with you. Nobody's going to love you if you can't love yourself. It's cliche for me to say that, but it's the truth, right? All this cliche that people can't love you if you can't love yourself. People can respect you if you can't respect yourself. People can um, come and save you if you can't save yourself. People can't uh, what embrace your beauty if you can't embrace your beauty. People can respect your flaws if you don't respect your flaws. Those all sounds cliche, but they never. Uh, you can never underrate they, they can never underrate the value that they really possess if you take them in consideration, right? So you have, it has to start with you. Nobody can ever give you what you can't give yourself, right? You need to give it to yourself. Love yourself, respect yourself, care for yourself. And then ultimately that people will reciprocate that. Sometimes it won't reciprocate that, but at least at the end of the day, you do justice to the part of you that's very, very much important, right? People might not love you, right? People might not care for you. People might not give you what you want. People might not be there for you. People might not, what, 
love you the way you can possibly anticipate. But trust me, if you can do it for yourself, that's peace where it comes in. That's happiness. That's joy. You won. Hey, you won. Just because you did it, you ultimately won. It might not come with a price tag. It might not come with uh, money. It might not come with fame. It might not come with social media followers. But the truth of the matter is, that's where your peace comes in, right? So we're happy that you managed to really share some of the most profound lessons that we've learned in our 20s. You can also figure out what exactly can you basically learn from your society, from your environment, from the people you love, from observing, from your own experiences, right? There are many archetypal of uh, ways you can ultimately try to learn from. So it's very important. So we're very thankful that you managed to join us on our episode and we're so happy. And stay tuned and join us for our 10th episode soon. And uh, we hopefully do believe that you're still loving our, we're still loving our podcast. We'll be sharing them on, tweet, on Facebook and on our YouTube channel and on our podcast, uh, the Learning Movement podcast, the Visionary Twins podcast. And we're sharing them right on uh, YouTube, Visionary Twins uh, that's it, the handle that you can actually use to get uh, our, part, our podcast. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to us and giving us the attention. This is the Learning Movement Podcast, the Learning Movement Podcast with the Visionary Twins, where learning is the new luxury. Thank you so much.